this is just the beginning. Okay. I'm going to tell you the truth. I ain't never told you this. I'm going to tell you this in front of your best friend. I'm going to tell you this. I knew you weren't going to be no lawyer. See, when you deal and dab in the spirit, he tell you stuff about people. And I knew that that lawyer stuff was just, I just went along with it because uh, it's just to make you happy. But the Lord explained to me a long time ago that he said, well, uh, she willing to jump. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move her in a different direction. So she'll jump for me. If I tell her to jump, she'll jump. She don't know where she's jumping, but she'll jump there. Hey, family. I'm Anika. I'm Beyond. And I'm Rose. And you're doing life with Lakeisha on Living Her Truth. Welcome to the Living Her Truth podcast, where we have honest conversations about what it means to live a purpose-driven life. I am your host, Lakeisha Woodard from LakeishaWoodard.com, the place where women receive the tools necessary to feel seen, heard, and supported while pursuing their purpose. And now every week, you'll learn those same tools through candid and transparent conversations. Hey family, welcome to another episode. I am so excited that you are here. I do not take it lightly that you decided to hit that play button and spend about an hour of your time with me. So with that being said, I want you to know that I'm 100% invested in your self-awareness journey. So you better believe that every week I'm bringing my A-game for providing you the tools necessary to live a more fulfilled and purpose-driven life. And one of the ways that I'm showing you that is by sharing more of my self-awareness journey with you. If you are just finding me for the very first time, last week was my birthday. So last Monday was the first half of my birthday edition BFF episode. So if you missed last week's episode, definitely go back and listen to that episode first because today's conversation is literally the second half of the conversation. So in celebration of my birthday, I decided to grab my three best friends to sit down and have a conversation because I get a lot of requests and a lot of questions about my self-awareness journey because you guys know that I am really, really open about sharing the fact that I am a survivor of sexual abuse and I talk about how I turn my pain into purpose all the time and I also talk about how I ran from purpose for so long because my purpose was tied to the sexual abuse. And so that journey, my transition to get from not loving myself and running from my purpose to loving myself and seeing this world and and exploring this world from a healed version of me and operate in purpose, you're going to hear that journey, you know, from the intimate viewpoints of my three best friends. So I'm sitting down and having a conversation with Rose Slate Hatcher Beyond O'Neill and Monica Patton. But to hear the first half of the conversation, once again, you have to go back to last week's episode and check it out. Also, if you're not following me on Instagram, you should. You definitely should. Go check me out. Find me at Lakeisha Woodard on Instagram because I also put up a poll or survey, if you will, asking for questions, particular questions that you guys would like for us to answer. And so we're going to, um, you know, answer those questions in this half of the episode. So I'm super excited for you guys to eavesdrop on the second half of 
my conversation. But once again, if you hadn't heard the first half, you definitely need to go back to last week's episode and check it out. And if you already heard last week's episode, then let me stop being a chatterbox so you can go ahead and eavesdrop on the second half of this conversation with my best friends, Rose, Beyond, and Monica. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, he, was I wanna... he was a straight up. I ain't never met nobody that sound like a dog when they talk. And I think I told you that, didn't I? You did. You ended up telling me that after it was all said and done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you did. You told me that. And uh, you know what? I think with that particular scenario, when you're talking about, you know, that girl and that dude, mm-hmm. that's that's kind of that prime example of a reason and a season. Mm-hmm. Yep. All why you talking is all I kept thinking. That's a reason and a season. There's a reason why that girl was in your life mm-hmm. and it propelled you and pushed you out of there to do something else, do something different, do something better, and leave that type of negativity behind. Absolutely. So, you know, for 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 Beyond to see that and for him to to, you know, be friend enough to just say, you know, this, this is what I see in this person without really interfering in the relationship. That's a fine line that I think all of us as friends end up having to toe because mm-hmm. you don't want to, you don't want to feel like what you're doing is crossing a boundary and upsetting that person. But you also want to warn them and say, I do care about you enough that I need you to know this. Mm-hmm. This is what you're dealing with. And I'm telling you because I have your back, not because I'm trying to kick up the dust. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I 100% agree. And it's, you know, and it's so crazy because that guy was probably the first real boyfriend that I had, you know, because, you know, my mom's husband was out of the picture and all that other good stuff. So this was my first bout of freedom. Uh, first, like, real boyfriend where I could actually have, like, a relationship with somebody. You know, and it's so crazy how I immediately mimic what I grew up seeing, you know, like I was talking about like the passive aggressiveness, you know, Um, and it's, you know, it is so crazy because Beyond was the first guy that had like ever opened up a door for me. You remember taking me to see the uh, TLC and Oh, Soldier Field. This is how we do it. That Mike Montel Jordan. Montel Jordan yeah. had a concert, and Beyond took me to Beyond took me to the concert. That was my first time at Soldier Field. That was my first time at a concert, and that was the first time a guy had ever opened up my door. Like he paid for my food and everything. Just really treated me like a lady. Mm-hmm. He really treated me like a lady. You know, um, which was so different than what I had experienced growing up. It was just so different. So, and I just because Beyond just had a had a good heart, you know. And I'm lucky to even like be your friend right now to this day, Beyond, because you know Beyond went to school for you know, for seminary, like he's a pastor. So he went to school for that. And so, you know, for me, I thought that was lame. Who am I to think that that was lame, right? So we just thought that he was My just- I thought it was lame too. 
Yeah, we just thought that he was just pushover guy. He had a truck. He was from the city. You know, that guy lived in the city. You know, he was going home every weekend. We just thought he was a means to an end. You know, obviously that obviously wasn't the case because he ended up being my best friend, you know, and having that relationship with Beyond, you know, he helped me to get to Georgia. So. But you see how God was always in the mix, always in the mix. The one look kid bitch right out there for you. Yeah. Did see it at the time, though. Of course not. But he was there. Didn't see it at the time. So. Um, so let me let me ask you guys this. Are you surprised that I'm doing what it is that I'm doing now with ASC and the podcast? Like, is this a far fetch thing for me? Or does it like make sense? Do you think I'm authentic with what it is that I'm doing? I definitely think it's authentic. Um uh, I wasn't shocked. I know one of your questions was, how did you feel? <laughs> that part. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Do you remember <laughs> when the, I found out? About, I'm like, I see this page of yours. And you was like, oh, don't worry about it. Did you feel the attitude in my response, Lakeisha? Because I had major attitude. And you was like, oh, don't worry about it. It's nothing. I'm like. It did. You don't worry about it. So I was. I had a whole attitude. <laughs> so let me get some. So let me get some context because um, when I first started a sister's truth, I blocked everybody. I blocked all my friends. I blocked all my family. I blocked everybody. You know what? It was probably. Um, it may have been that time. That probably what caused me to block because Monica was like, like she just said, and I was like, ooh, ooh. no, 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 don't, don't. Don't, don't worry about that. I just went and blocked everybody. <laughs> like, people was blocking. They didn't even know they blocked. They didn't even know the page existed. They just, right. I just told people one day, I was like, oh, I unblocked you. They was like, I unblocked me from, unblocked me from what? Like, what are you talking about? Oh, I got a, I started a business and it's called, and it was like, and you blocked me? I had blocked everybody. Yeah, she did. You did. Yeah, that's how I found out. Um, Monika, I didn't even see the page. So I was one of those morons who was like, you blocked me from what? <laughs> so <laughs> if, if, if you guys know her journey, so she went to Clark, got her degree. Then we moved her to Texas to go to law school. Mm-hmm. And she went to paralegal school. You know, so the goal for years mm-hmm. was going to be in the legal realm. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I had firmly, firmly set myself up that I was just going to be living at her house and I was going to cut my bills off and just take one wing and live out my days, you know, um, you know, drop off lunch at the firm or be there for the partner party, whatever it was that was going to go down. <laughs> um, that That's kind of where my mindset was. And as the years went on, we would have conversations about what the next steps would be. You know, um, was she going to go back to law school or did she want to look at another law school or was it a different concentration that she was more interested in, in law? And I think from there, the kind of the writing was on the wall that something was coming. I couldn't tell 
what it was going to be. Right. Um, but she was still moving. Like she was progressing in law firms. She had people reporting to her. She was moving and shaking to a point where I was looking at my bank account like, I need to get my money up because she's killing it. Um, and so when she said to me, oh, well, you cool now because I unblocked you from my page. And I'm like, well, I didn't realize I was ever blocked. So, you know, I wanted to catch an attitude, but I ain't have an opportunity to catch an attitude. So for me, it was more passive. By the time we got the phone that day, I was kind of like, well, who the hell she thinks she is blocking me from something? All right. Nothing. Yeah. You know, like I, I was kind of sort of in my feelings about it, but I was like, well, okay, I guess I really can't be that mad about something I didn't know about, but I am mad that I mm-hmm. it. Uh, but I had to kind of come out of it because Keisha, in my mind, has famously always been. I call her undercover renegade. Yeah. She was that person. I remember this was while we were, were we still in school when you pulled this? I was. She went missing for like a weekend. I did. And everybody was calling each other like, y'all seen her? Y'all seen her? Y'all seen her? To a point where we were like, we're going to give her a couple more hours and we're going to call Atlanta PD and put an APB out. We didn't know where this girl was. And she finally surfaced when she saw the missed calls. And she was like, yeah, what's up? And she had gone on a trip. She just took off and told nobody. Mm-hmm. It was a big deal. Good for that. Yes. Yes. So in my mind, AST is kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, <sighs> Keisha. Don't be, don't be sweet about it because you got into my ass. After that, and I, I was like, okay, I'm a, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do. Yes, that. I did get into oh, your because you, you choice trust me out something fierce. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, okay, at that point, I kind of knew the, I knew your, <clears throat> I knew what you would come out of, and then you just disappeared. So it really freaked me out. You scared the hell out of me. So yeah, I cut you out, and rightfully so. I ain't sorry. But <laughs> that's just how she is. Like when she decides it's something she wants to do, I think for Keisha, I think the reason why she blocked the our, the family and friends was, I think one, it was I don't want any judgment. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to move freely and get this done. Mm-hmm. Two, if it wasn't judgment, she didn't want to get the worry phone calls. Well, are you okay? Is everything going? cool at work? Is it something that you need? Is there a reason why you're doing this? She wanted to be able to move comfortably and trying to develop it before releasing it to all of us to see. Mm -hmm. And when she did release it, it made perfect sense. Absolutely. It made perfect sense to me, you know, Um, but it also spoke to her growth because there are people out there that will talk about their experience but it's like a one-time deal. No one is going to, it's very rare that you find people that will take that pain and turn it into something to help other people come through their pain. Because that means that this person being Keisha in this particular scenario has to live it all the time. Mm -hmm. People don't want to live that all the time. I told you, I put it out there. That's my truth and I'm done. Mm -hmm. And that's not, what she's doing. And so to me, that was brave. It was gutsy. 
I knew it wasn't something I could do. So at that point, I was like, all right, well, just tell me how I support you. What is it like, you know, that I need to do from my end? Um, but totally commended her for it. But it's, that's, that's just classic Keisha. It's what she does. What I done? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The rest of us be panicking. I need to talk to somebody before I make this move. You know, I called her a thousand times. Hey, look, this new opportunity just came up. I don't know. Should I take it? This is a good time. You think I can do this? Am I qualified for this? Keisha just, she rolls with it. It's the courage that she, you know, sometimes I I try to institute that and use that myself. I can't say I'm as good at it as she is, though. Nowhere near. Oh, thanks, boo. But yeah, you you hit the nail right on the head because that's that's exactly what it was. Like I wanted to, if I was going to fall, I want to fall on my face without an audience. And not to say that you guys would have like judged me or anything like that because I knew you would not have. And you guys have been like my biggest supporters, you know, um, even right now to this day. But I don't know. I just felt like it was something that I needed to start on my own just to kind of like see if this is something real. Is it fake? Like what, like what is I'm doing? Because I, I had no <clears throat> I was doing. I had no clue what I wanted to do. I had no clue how I was going to do it because it wasn't something that I technically really wanted to do. It was just like, I felt like God was just like, okay, are you done or are you finished? And I'm like, okay, so yeah. Okay. So now I'm going to, now I'm going to follow your lead. Right. And so I didn't know exactly where he was leading me to. So it was just like, and you know, you guys, your your opinion matters to me, you know? And if you guys will have said something and not necessarily like intentionally or out of the way or anything like that, because I know you guys would never do that. I didn't want to read too much into that, if that makes sense, you know? So it's just like, let me just kind of like do it. And then also too, I knew sharing my story, I didn't know if it was going to offend some, some family members too, mm-hmm. you know? So it's just like, let me just kind of like get my foot out there a little bit. But ain't nobody, I did all that. Ain't nobody paying attention to me. Okay, let me turn my Sunday voice on Saturday. Uh-oh. It's Saturday. Saturday. Uh, tell me y'all want me to turn this. Uh, uh, my, my wife told me to stop preaching on Saturday. But um, I'm going to say this to you, Keisha. You think that this is the last, this is just the beginning. Okay, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I ain't never told you this. I'm gonna tell you in front of your best friend. I'm gonna tell you this. I knew you wasn't gonna be no lawyer. See, when you deal and dab in the spirit, he tell you stuff about people, and I knew that that lawyer stuff was just. I just went along with it because uh, it's just to make you happy. But the Lord explained to me a long time ago that He said, "Well, uh, she willing to jump, so." I'm gonna I'm gonna move her in a different direction. So she'll jump for me. If I tell her to jump, she'll jump. She don't know where she's jumping, but she'll jump there. And so God took you here. This ASC stuff, that's just the first step. Now you say is doing this, you ain't gonna be doing this long. You see yourself doing this long. I see something else. You know, I don't deal, I don't deal in the natural. You you can deal, I don't deal in the natural. I see stuff way before it happened. Because I ask God about it. I ask God about people. I don't 
before I be friends with you or talk to you, I ask God about you. That's why when I go in a room, I don't immediately start talking to people. Mm-hmm. I just I watch and I ask God, show me mm-hmm. the person. And then he'll show it to me. And he showed me a long time ago that this was just the first step. You're going through the frustrations and the pain now, mm-hmm. but that's just the test part. You know, he's going to see how far you will do it. And are you still willing to jump when he say jump? So this this stuff this this is this is this is this menial to whatever it is he's ready to give you. You know you can't you can't focus on what I'm gonna think or what she gonna think. You know I could tell you this suck and it don't really matter. Did God tell you this suck? You know did He tell you to do it? And that's how I operate. I operate like that. I I I knew that it was greater. You know, law would have stifled you and stopped you from doing what God's purpose was. You know, sometimes you make plans because you're always making plans for something. And you, you notice they don't ever work out? You ain't, And I said, man, she ain't figured this out yet. And all that stuff you be talking, this stuff don't happen. It's because that's not what God has for you. You already showed me. This is just the first step. You talk about purpose. You ain't reached your purpose. This is just a step into the future that I see, you know. Um, the kids think I'm crazy, but that's okay. They can think that, but I see greater. So you, you, you this is for right now. Let's just say that I see more books. I see more everything. I see you speaking in front of large audiences, saving people's lives, you know, because your story, I use your story as a, as a sermon basis. I don't ever use your name, but I always use your story as, a, as as the basis for a lot of the messages and the fact that God can pull you out of anything if you let him. Mm-hmm. You, know, you let him pull you out, but you, if you don't play the role of a victim for the rest of your life, see, that's the thing. You let the victim and go away and then use the victimizing as a strength. And when you do that, God will bless you, you know, because you know he know you trust him. With your situation. I mean, you got to be all the way broken. That's why you had to go all the way down. You had to be all the way broken, but God could use you. Mm-hmm. So you said, I ain't got nobody but to depend on but you. So, okay, I'm sorry. I mean, do all that talking. Okay. Preach, I'm- Pastor. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> I receive all of that. Thanks, Beyond. But you're, you're, man, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. You couldn't have told me <clears throat> if you would have told me. When we met, if you were told me back then that I wasn't gonna be a lawyer, I would be like, "Excuse you, you don't know me. Watch." Like that's that's how it was, you know, because um, I was determined. You could not tell me that I was not going to be an attorney and live my life forever in Atlanta because I was supposed to be Atlanta. I was supposed to go back to Atlanta, and I didn't go back. But something told me. Not to. Some said, I don't know, it was something in my spirit that said, don't go back. Like, stay here. I didn't know why. It was never in the plan to stay in Houston. Never. I wasn't even going to take the Houston bar. I was going to take the, the Georgia bar. Like, but I don't know. And, and it was and it was on the same level of when I had the same feeling that I needed to leave Chicago. It was that same, it was on that, it was that same intensity. You know, and I love Atlanta. Like Atlanta is my spot. Like I have three homes that I can go to in Atlanta for free. 
Like Atlanta's my spot. I've always been Atlanta before COVID happened. Mm-hmm. So that was a that was a huge deal. Because by the time I was supposed to come back to Atlanta, after not going back to law school, my mom had moved to Atlanta. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we have a better relationship now. My mom moved to Atlanta. She moved to Atlanta because of me. We were supposed to meet back in Atlanta and not mm-hmm. have showed up. Please mm-hmm. <laughs> not. Not in a way that she intended. Intended. So, yeah, that wasn't God's plan. It wasn't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And I still don't really know what his plan is. But well, you know, part of it, you were supposed to stay in Texas so you can meet Jay. Part yeah. Of it. yeah. At least. Mm-hmm. I probably no. I never would have met Jeremy had I left. Because um, I probably met Jeremy not too long after I decided to. This knows after I got my master's degree is when I met Jeremy. So yeah, let's see. Let's see what the people say. Questions for us. If you can go back and give yourself advice, what age would you go back to, and what advice would you give? Well, I will answer that. I would go back to eighteen. And I would tell myself, I would, if, oh, Lord, child, keep going. Get away from these people and keep going. Do not look back. That's the advice I would have gave myself. And Lord knows, I wish I would have took it. Me, I don't know. I don't know how old I was. But I had a breaking point in, in high school um, where I could not understand, like, why... I was living the life that I was living. Cause so I was just like, dang, like if it's a God, then God, what the heck did I do in enough life in another lifetime to deserve this? And I remember just bawling my eyes out. I had stayed up late and was just bawling my eyes out because I could not understand why I was going through what I was going through. So I don't remember how old I was, but I was definitely still in high school. And I would go back to myself in that point and wipe my tears and be like, it's gonna be okay. All this is going to make sense. It doesn't make sense now, but it's all going to make sense and it's going to come together and all of this is going to work together for your good. I think for me, if I had to go back, it probably would be my childhood. Um, Probably elementary, middle school. Um, And the person I am now, I'm not that far removed. I'm definitely more vocal now than I was back then. Um, and so for me, I think that would be the thing that I would advise my younger self on is to not discount my feelings and the things that I think and um, put those out there so that people know and understand where I'm coming from and what it is I'm feeling. Um, it took me a long time to get to that point. And I'm just at a, I'm at, I'm going to do it no matter what. But I wish I had that type of courage back then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I know I pull a from you all the time. Um, all the time, Rose. I'd be like, oh, Rose. Oh, what would she say? Like, Rose is the person where I realized that, you know, I can be really dainty and girly and still have balls. <laughs> 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 I was right. I was like, okay, 
Like I, I can be hard. I can still be girly on the outside and still be that bulldog on the inside. Like, yeah, you're the bulldog, and according to my in-laws, I'm the Rockwilder. There you go. Let me see. Is there any other good ones? What is your relationship like with politics? Um, for the most part, you know, beyond now, we have our little political discussion, but we haven't had one this year, though. No, we don't need to have none. We don't need to have none because y'all know I'm way to the right. So don't lie, y'all. We don't need to have no conversation on the politics because I'm way to the right right now. I'm, I'm, I'm way to the right. And, and, you, and I, I lost a lot of friends because of my political views. So we don't want to talk about that. We don't want to talk, we don't want to talk about that. Y'all can talk that about amongst yourselves, though. But, you know, I, I, don't, I avoid political conversations and religious conversations. I almost got into a fight the other day with Jehovah's Witness over religion. So that's okay. What we don't want is to see him on TMZ. We don't want the pastor on TMZ. No, no, no. y'all don't want. No, me and Jehovah's Witness girl, we almost got into a fight oh, oh, about two, three days ago over some over religious views, and then another guy over political views. You know, I, I, I what I, what I, what I would say is this: I love where I live. I love the country I live in. I love to be able to think and feel and believe what I want. Mm-hmm. And that's but that's as far as I go with that, because if you go to China and you talk some of this stuff they talking, they line you up and shoot you. You know, a friend of mine, uh, he's from uh, he's from China, and he was showing me some of the stuff that was going on in China over this COVID stuff, and because uh, he's a doctor, yeah. and he was showing me how they was lining folks up and shooting them, wow. just to keep stuff quiet. So I, I I I don't I, I try to keep my 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 business to myself at that, but I'm just glad I live where I live. Where I can open my mouth and say whatever I want to, and then and Rose can get in ready to fight me, and then we just be fighting. You know? But you know, why we gotta fight? I don't know. See, you know? now he, he done fought the Jehovah girl. Now he want which? <laughs> so we we got we got that girl, that dude, Jehovah girl, and the other dude. Yeah, that other dude, man. <laughs> man. That's some stuff, boy. That, 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 that's some that's some that's some that's some that, that's some stuff. You boy. Know, people, people, me and my daddy ain't talking right now because of politics. So I try to keep my political views to myself. Yeah. But you know, you can express your political views with, with me. We've talked about it over the years plenty of times, and we still friends. I got a t-shirt on right now that says Spock for president. So that says what? Spock for president. Spock for president. Spock for president. Spock for president. So, Dr. Dr. Spock from Spock Star Trek. <laughs> that, that, that's where I'm he at. He right is now. not the first person I have heard say that. Really? <laughs> that's why I'm my uncle. Yes. That's why I'm like, what? Who? Spock Interesting. I bought my well, t-shirt you know? Spock for president. I've been wearing this shirt around and, and people think I'm crazy, but that's okay. And Dr. Spock wow. was a cool dude. He was calm. He was level-headed. Yeah. And he would beat your ass and not break a sweat. That's not right. Even, that's right. That's right. Not even raise his eyebrow. Would not even raise his eyebrow unless it was frustrating. Well, he didn't have to because it was already up there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He didn't have to. He didn't have to. He was gifted in that way. <laughs> let's, get, let's get another question. Let's get another question. Let's get another question. Speak to yourself, superstitious. Um, real superstitious growing up, but I'm not even 
I think people probably use the word superstitious. I don't think it, well, there are people who are, but I think at this stage of the game, it's more intuitive than anything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What's the vibe or the feeling I get about that person? Right. I feel about walking into this situation. Are the hairs raised on the back of my neck saying, you need to leave. This is not your scene. You know, that type of thing. I, I do still have that. And um, I, I've learned to listen to that and use that to kind of dictate a particular situation, whether it means that I need to exit immediately or there's a particular way I need to diffuse that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't see that as superstitious. I think that's just, uh, that's you live and you learn. Mm-hmm. I got a story about that. I got a story. I got a story. Okay. Got a story. Got a story. It ain't a long story. So, so uh, me and my guys went to the strip club, right? No. No, you didn't. Listen, I went to a strip club. I did not go to the strip club. I went to that strip club. Me ain't lying. I went, I went to the strip. Did you listen to what I'm saying? I told y'all I was a different kind of guy. Listen, I tried anything at least once. Listen. So, so, we go to this strip club, right? And so I'm sitting in the chair. It's funny that you say that. I'm sitting in the chair, and I get my little, my little drink, my 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 little uh, Remy, not this big, because it was expensive. So, get my little <laughs> Remy sitting there in the strip club, and all the women walking around this club, just walking around, walking around. And this one stripper came over to me. I was saying, better have it, because I refuse to pay for what you selling. First of all, I ain't paying for that. I ain't paying for none of that stuff. So, so what ended up happening was the lady came up to me and told me, you don't belong here. Why are you here? You need to leave. So I get up, took my happy self right up out that door because I did not belong there. So that's a funny story. Wow. And sometimes it happens like that. People see you and they're like, you are so out of place. This yeah. Totally not where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Some people will speak on it and tell you that, and other people just kind of watch mm-hmm. whatever is about to fall. They're just going to watch it fall. Mm-hmm. I went on a date with that girl for six months. So. <laughs> you did what now? Yeah, I dated her for six months. She was cool. He dated the, he dated the stripper. That told him to leave. Yeah, she told me to get up and So I got in love. I got a phone number first. In my love. Oh, did she continue to strip? Yeah, she did. While y'all was dating? Yeah. So, I just so didn't she go. Along there, but you didn't. I didn't. She, she was stripping. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Just got to figure out, where are we all going out with me? I just... Man, I, I don't know what's wrong. I, I, I'm a changed person because, you know, I'm really changed. I had a conversion. <laughs> <laughs> I was something else. I'm telling you. I was something, something wrong with me back then. I told you I tried anything at least once. Dude, I ain't gonna tell you about the weed stories, but that's okay. Stories. There's several stories about that. Mm. I don't pretend to, I say all this stuff on the pulpit. I don't know what y'all thought. I, I ain't claim to be perfect. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't God, so I ain't perfect. I'll tell him in a second. <sighs> I ain't mad at you. 
Okay, B.I. No, we get on a plane. We get on a plane and we go into the next Sunday service. Man, I have to tell folks about themselves. Stop hoeing in the church. I tell them. You got to tell these people. They don't understand it. If you tell them my Joe Lowe's thing, that's what my son told me. He said, stop being Joe Lowe's thing. Start telling these people about themselves. Mm. I tell people about themselves. Shout out to Joe. But I I ain't mean to get into all that. You you go ahead, Bakisha. I'm sorry, this your show ain't mine. It is all all good. So, what's wrong with me when you got me on this show? You're so funny. You're so funny. Stop it. So, okay, one last one question. One more question from the fishbowl. Um, why do you think we we remain friends for so long? Mm-hmm. That's what the Lord wrote. I mean, to death do us part. That it is what it is. It is what it is. I don't know. People like me. I don't know. People like me. So that's why they remain friends. I don't know. Why you remain friends with me for so long? I don't know, because you probably like me. Do you like her? Sometimes. But <laughs> <laughs> when don't you like her? Well, she good people. I mean, when good people get together, good people stay together. Mm. I got some relatives I don't talk to right now. Yeah. You know, God put you in a, in a place. He put you, put you, he assigned you people. I believe that too. Yeah. He assigned you people. And so you be with the assignment. You know, and then when the assignment is over, the assignment is over. Mm-hmm. You know, how, how is it? Remember, remember the years we, we lost contact with each other? And then somehow you found my phone number? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but you found my phone number. I had lost your phone number. I had moved. I lost your phone number. I couldn't find you. But you found me. So that's when God assigned you with somebody, you just, you stuck it to him. Absolutely. I agree, I with, agree with you, Pastor. Yeah, I do too. I think, um, I think for all of us, when it comes to Keisha, um, has ever been a time that I haven't been able to call her? And you know, whether it be something bad was happening or really, you know, something good was happening or I was nervous or afraid about something. Um, I've always been able to convey that to her and not feel, um, not feel judged. Mm-hmm. You know, she was, you know, always open to talk to me about stuff and, She's always, I hope she knows that she can call me about anything and we can talk about anything and I'm not going to pass judgment on the situation and what's going on. I'm going to try to offer any help I can give mm-hmm. and any advice I can give. And if I need to hop on a plane, then I'm, I'm there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they're, they're just people like, like Beyonce said that uh, you, you have a pull towards. And uh, I think the older we all get, you realize that your circle mm-hmm. very small. You you get to a point where you are very guarded about who you let into your life, who near your heart, and when you got somebody that's good, you're gonna keep them around. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, B is gonna be. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I think you know for for me. 
I never had to like be something other than myself with you guys to be to be 100 you know um even with like all of my 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 courts because y'all know I'm special all of my courts and stuff like that I mean because think about it you know blocking people from Instagram somebody else like that would have been the end of the relationship that would have been the end of it but because you guys know me you know it was just like okay you know, not to say that you guys wasn't mad, because obviously, right? But not to the point where it just like end, just like in the friendship. So I never have to like pretend to be something that to be something that I'm not, you know. And that could be the reason why I, you know, I get a little nervous, you know, because I take AST seriously and I'm you know, with me, I want to be transparent and authentic in my business. And if anybody knows what I'm not being authentic outside of Jeremy, is you guys, right? So it's like, you know, I never want to put up a front. And I know you guys will be 100% honest with me about it, you know? Um, but anytime I need, like, correcting, um, like, honest, straight up, raw with no chaser, I call Monika because I know she's going to give it to me raw, like, 100, you know? <laughs> Um, it's like my spiritual guy, obviously, because he's, you know, because he's a pastor. So I know he's going to bring, you know, um, Bible into it and not in a, in a pretty beat you upside the head Bible way, you know, but in his own way, because he knows that that's what I, that's what I need. And that's what I, um, that's what I crave, you know? So I talk to Beyond all the time when it comes to, you know, my spirituality and stuff like that. And, you know, you be keeping me on, on point with Jeremy, too. Like, that's okay. right. And so, <laughs> you know, and then um, Rose, and, and you know, this Rose, it's like looking in the mirror, you know? So, when I feel like I'm not doing something that's in alignment with me, then that's how I know to call Rose because I know Rose is going to get me back on track, right? Because we are alike. It's scary how we are like in so many different ways, you know, that it's like, okay, let me make sure that what it is that I'm doing, I'm doing it because it feels good to me. I'm doing it and I have my best interest, you know, um, in the forefront, then I know to to call Rose because Rose is gonna, you know, she's she's gonna just let it all out. She's gonna tell me, you know. And again, no chaser, no fluff, just outright say what it is. So um, yeah, I need you guys. I need you guys because I know because y'all don't know how often Jeremy will like bring up what would you did you call Rose? Did you what what Monica say like? <laughs> Like, I ain't talk to them. Like, sometimes I don't want to. Like, no, because I know I'm not talking to her about that yet. You know, Jeremy will reach out. Mm-hmm. Please. <laughs> as soon as I get that hey, sis text, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Please call her. Like, he knows. He, kn- I think um, 
I think Jay has been around long enough that he knows to reach out to somebody within your circle if he feels like it's a little bit out of his scope or it just makes him super nervous because he's not sure, you know, how to handle it. Um, I don't think I've ever had that problem. Like Jay, Jay will hit you up. Yeah, he will. He will for sure. And I just, I just appreciate y'all giving me the the room to just like, just like be me. You know, um, everybody hasn't given me that, giving me that room all the time, and y'all know what I'm talking about. So just giving me that that room and that and that freedom to just who I am. You know, say stupid stuff, be quirky, say corny jokes cry, be sensitive, and all that, you know? And that's what you need in, in your corner. So I love you guys. Like, that's that's real talk. I love you guys. So Well, we love you, too. Love you, too, yeah, girl. Yeah, 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 we do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Reverend got to put the remix on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But before we go, I got to ask you guys the questions that I always ask my guests. So give me a book or Audible, because y'all know I'm addicted to Audible, that you have read that has inspired you and changed your life in some way. You know what? Uh, book. Well, let me let me just I would have to say probably the last time that I have um, been on Audible really hard. It's been a minute. So I think Michelle Obama's. Uh, Audible was the last one that I listened to. Mm, becoming. Um, yes. And, you know, that that captivated me. Um, I'd have to say outside of that, um, something that I listen to on a weekly basis. Um, I listen to A Sister's Truth. And then I also listen to Amanda Seals. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. And I don't, I don't necessarily agree with all of her podcasts, but a lot of mm-hmm. tapping into the emotional side of things, mm-hmm. um, that seems to be her strong point for me. Yeah. Um, so if I'm in my car, you know, if I'm running to the store or if I'm trying to, you know, get out of my own head about something, um, a lot of times I'll go in and, and see what she has to offer uh, for me to listen to. And um, outside of that, to be honest with Keisha, you know this, I'm good for calling you on a, on a random morning just to kind of clear my thoughts and, and talk through something. So, um, you know, it's either that or I'll go back and listen to um, things on Instagram from your page. Mm-hmm. If I reach you or if I feel like it's just way too early in the morning to be calling this girl with this um, and use those type of things. Those are my tools. Okay. Look, look at me. Yeah, girl. You <laughs> know, on the same level as a man that sees Michelle Obama. Well, I mean, you know, like AB just told you what it is. Yeah. Even though, even though I just found out who Amanda was, like what? Was that a year or so ago? Well, I mean, I've seen her before, but I didn't know who she was until I saw on Insecure. Mm hmm. I think I remember having that conversation with you. Mm-hmm. You got a book, Beyond? And I read the Bible. I don't got time to read regular books. The Bible, that's an answer. <laughs> Man, I wish I had time to read a book. 
The Bible is like yeah, I'm trying. I'm preparing to teach a class, so I, I, I've been reading the Book of Romans. So if you want to read the Book of Romans, that's 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 a good book to read. You know, biblical books, things to inspire you. Um, I like to read a lot of um. Well, I think T.D. Jakes is a better writer than he is a preacher. Mm. And um, I like the things that he say. He say things in his book. He don't say it when you from the pulpit. Um, is good was it he motions? Somebody bought me that a while ago, and I read. I just got to reading that a couple of weeks ago. Um, mm. But um, that's a new one. I didn't know he wrote. He has a new book out. No, it's an old book. I think it's an old book. But uh, I, 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 that's, that's that's the best I can do. Uh, Nika, come on now. You gotta do better than me. Well, I cheat, <laughs> Pastor. Um, beyond, I let the Bible read itself to me. Um, but I do have a book that I started reading, and it's called From Point Guard to Prophet. Actually, she's the um the author is from Chicago Heights, Lakeisha Marie. Um, I started reading it a while back, and I stopped. But I'm not gonna give it away. But it's basically about um her journey with a childhood label that was put on her and then she started living that way and she found God and changed her life around um I gotta finish reading it but that's where I'm at now um but it's called the uh, from point guard to profit wow okay I'm about to check that out Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't really do Audible either. Um, I know that's your thing, but I don't really do it. It could be Audible or 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 book regulation because I know everybody doesn't do Audible. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, her book or Audible book. Okay, so last question: When describing the meaning of living your truth, complete this phrase. What's your third word when you hear these two words put together? Self awareness, purpose. And determination. Mm, determination, like that. What'd you say, Beyond? I say fulfill. Mm. That's, 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 the, that's the definition of fulfillment. Uh, I think my last word would be um, revelation. Mm. That's good. That's good. I like that. Revelation. Self-awareness and purpose will definitely reveal some stuff to you. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. You guys are amazing. I appreciate you. You're amazing, girl. We appreciate you. Yeah, we appreciate you, too. I appreciate you. Okay, so when I say we family, we family. Because I feel like you know all my business. Like... (laughs) You know, all my little, all my little secrets, all my little intimate secrets, you know, the things that made me shame. Like, I I feel like, (laughs) you know it all now. So we family, right? Right. Can you feel the love? Can you feel the love? But (laughs) you guys, this was a super fun episode. It was really nice to sit down with my three best friends and have a conversation like this because we had never done this before. Not the four of us all at one time like this. And um, man, I just, I just love them. I love them so much. And I hope that you seeing, you know, our dynamic and hearing how, you know, much that we love 
each other and how much they support me. I hope this really encourages you to take it seriously when I say that you should build a support system that's going to motivate and encourage you and encourage you on your own personal self-awareness journey. I hope that this, you know, motivates you to build a support team that's going to actually help you to stay in alignment with your purpose. People that can see what you don't see in yourselves and fight to make sure that you stay in alignment. You know, a group of people where when you give, it's reciprocated, you know, at the same fashion, you know, in this on the same level, if you will. So you, hearing my conversation with my best friends, I just hope that really, you know, just, just put something on you to reevaluate the people that you that you hang around and really helps to destroy a scarcity mindset when it comes to people and the relationships that you have because they are a part of my support system. They're not the entire support system, all right? I literally teach you how to build a rock-solid support team that's going to support you while you are operating in purpose. This is something that I do through my self-awareness coaching, and this is something that I do through my Master Life class, Strategize Your Vision. So if you want more information, you know, just information, you guys, go to LakeishaWooda.com to... Um, to get more information about my coaching and about my master life classes. You guys, I really hope, I really hope that you enjoyed this two-part birthday edition episode um, as I sat down with my best friends next week, um, you know, because we taking a little bit of a break. So next week, we get right back to having you know, specific conversations about how to thrive during this pandemic. Like we've been in this pandemic for what, about six months? I lost track of time, guys. Has it been only six months? I mean, how long has it been? Anyway, it's been way too long. And I know that 2020 is winding down. And I really want us to really utilize the time that we have left in 2020 to prepare ourselves for 2021. Because for some reason, we just, not all of us, but some of us just think that, Everything is just going to magically go back to normal in 2021. And we are having a hard time. Some of us are having a hard time really grasping the fact that things would never be the same. So we're getting back to those conversations about how we are to thrive um, during this pandemic. And we're having real conversations in real time about things that we're all experiencing right now. Because I truly want us to prepare for 20, you know, 2021 to the best of our abilities now. <laughs> like we need to prepare for next year now. And there's still time to do that. So family, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my podcast every single week. If you need support on your self-awareness journey, then head on over to LakeishaWooder.com forward slash coaching for more information. Also note that all Audible recommendations are linked in the show notes and you can try Audible for free. Please remember to leave a five-star rating and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Also, don't forget to click the community button that's in the show notes so we can stay connected because I really want to hear, you know, how you enjoy my birthday edition episodes. Family, as you know, I set a lofty goal to touch one million hearts within the next two years, and I can only do it with your help. So please remember to download each episode, share this conversation with at least for people that you know and repost on your favorite social media platform.
Family, I appreciate you. Have I told you that yet today? Because I do. I appreciate you. And my heart is filled with so much gratitude. So until next time, always remember that you are enough and your truth is beautiful.